Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and you are listening to The Spooky Hour. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's the sound this week. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's all I got. That's the sound tired people make. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. It's I'm so freaking ready for my Christmas vacation. <laughs> Fuck, it's so close. Two weeks, guys. I hit this wall every year around this time where I just like, I don't know, I guess it's the change in uh, the sunrise and all that shit. I'm just exhausted from nothing. <laughs> life. Just life. Just life. And I like cannot form sentences. I had to do back-to-back presentations at work this week and I'm just like, I can barely string three words together right now and you want me to speak to people? Like, <sighs> I ain't selling shit, but all right. <sighs> do my best. It's going to be messy, but I'll do my best. Yeah. And then, like, Danielle's a mom, so. <laughs> I don't know what it's not like to not be tired anymore. That didn't, I mean, that, that being sense. said, that I, f- I feel like we've spent our whole lives in that state. Neither of us have ever slept very well. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think the one time I got, like, the best sleep is I took a sleeping pill one night because I was really sick. And it was like, I woke up like a full day later and I was like, this is the best sleep I've ever had. Look at this shit's addicting. <laughs> best sleep I ever had was when I was in the hospital and they kept giving me morphine. Oh, fuck yeah. And I slept for like yeah. five days. It's that amazing. was, put me back in the hospital. Put me, just on the morphine. <laughs> just please, thank you. <laughs> Ma'am, what's wrong? I'm just, honestly, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick. I'm just tired. That's it. That's Free healthcare, it. guys. <laughs> yeah i guess we we shouldn't really brag about that kind of stuff we could literally do that you could literally just go to a hospital and be like i'm tired and they'll put an iv in you yeah. i mean i i think you'd have to have more than i'm tired i think you'd have to be like i'm dehydrated and blah 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 but yeah you just go get just an IV don't drink drug. water for like a full day and then be like i'm, <laughs> I'm dying <laughs> like the fake cough like <laughs> i'm sick oh my god me girls reference i love it uh but yeah that's all i got this week it's uh i'm fucking over it this week um i have a life life lesson for everybody if anyone wants to hear about it because oh i want to hear it it. so if you're looking at somebody and you're thinking to yourself there's something on that person and you're like i don't know judging them or just (laughs) picking something (laughs) picking something out on their body and that person whatever that person is whatever they're doing and they can't change that in a minute Number one, you probably shouldn't have those thoughts because you're a fucking judgmental piece of shit. And number two, be a better person. Because if that if you're judging something that somebody cannot change, for example, a birthmark <laughs> or um, something on their body, if you, like, you want to judge their clothes, go ahead. But just keep the comments to yourself. But Be nice. Be a better person. And again, if in that thought process, think about the thing you're looking at. The thing you want to judge, if that person can't change it in a minute, don't fucking think about it. Got it? Okay, great. Be amen. Can I get an amen? Yeah. I actually, I've, see, I've seen a post that's like literally almost exactly what you said, where it's like, uh, if you want to comment on something and the person cannot change it within a minute, like, i.e., oh, you've got something in your teeth or, yeah. you know what I mean? Something like that. Then don't, don't, don't say it. Just, yeah. Just, because you probably got some shit too that people are thinking about you know yeah, just keep it to yourself yeah so and just be nice yeah life be... lessons with danielle yeah i love when you people. give life lessons <laughs> clearly someone pissed me off this week guys they're, so they're usually like you venting a rant yeah. <laughs> behind a film of being positive that's that's all i got to say <laughs> that's all i'm saying 
and with that are we getting spooky we're getting spooky guys (laughs) (laughs) um we're gonna talk about the dock street theater a theater i know uh so this theater is located in charleston south carolina and it was one of the first in charleston it opened in on february 12th 1736 so just a year ago it's fine <laughs> How, guys it's fucking crazy that i i still process like last year's 2019 dude when i say night uh, last year i mean 2019 yeah. i have no concept of 2020 like, 2021 it didn't exist uh, like it's not to get like dark but it started with my dad dying in january yeah. 2020 and then i was just like drunk for like two months and then literally the pandemic hit and then i was just like drunk again and then it just, <laughs> it was just went <laughs> it was downhill from the beginning and then it just fucking you just plummeted yeah and i just like i've blacked out so much of it (laughs) where did the last two fucking years go uh i did do 12 weeks of therapy though so like balance i guess right that's that's all it is it's balance (laughs) alcohol and therapy we got it we're adults (laughs) do not take life advice from us i mean i would prefer her to be like i'm drinking and going to therapy than i found religion like (laughs) We all, last last week's episode, we all know how that happened. We all... <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm going to do that for April Fool's. I'm going to tell you that I'm myself. like a Jehovah's Witness or something. Oh my God. <laughs> I would like literally do an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We're already so off topic. Okay. okay. We are. Okay. Do, do. So this place opened on February 12th, 1736. And the first play at this theater was called The Recruiting Officer. Sounds very boring. Yeah. Um, yawn. Yeah. Yawn, right? Um, four years later, the place actually burnt down. Um, so it was rebuilt and stayed open for about 40 years, but then it closed in the 1780s because it lost um, business because another, like, bigger, nicer theater opened, like, up around the corner, and it just, that one just became the hot spot. Um, the building then became a hotel in 1809. So it sat, like, vacant the whole time until 1809. Um, it was renamed, renamed the Planters Hotel. So this hotel... Do you notice, like... Sorry, a lot of them, like, will start as something and then they, like, turn into a hotel. And that's when all the shit happens is when it's a hotel or, like, a school or something. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. It's always, like, it's any place that, like, brings in multiple people. And especially, like, a hotel, people are, like, living there. They could be staying there for, like, multiple nights. Who knows? Somebody could have a heart attack. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could die at a bar, too, but, like, I'm just It's true. God, I hope so. Right? Like, let me go down in, like, a shot of vodka. It's fine. <laughs> Actually, tequila. I like tequila better. <laughs> Holly does not like tequila. No, no, ma'am. Although I did have, uh, what is, is it a margarita that has tequila? I don't know. Whatever don't drink know has tequila drinks. in it that's, like, fancy. Uh, I had a couple of those when I went for Riley's birthday. I'm so proud of you. And I did And you didn't die. No, they were delicious. They were yuzu flavored. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's like a, a Japanese citrus, I think. It's oh, like a, a, an orange lemon type vibe. It's okay, cool. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Um, where were we? Okay, yeah. So it became a hotel in 1809 and it was renamed the Planters Hotel. So this hotel was very vibey and everyone wanted to go there and stay it's there. Very vibey. Very vibey. That's <laughs> <laughs> all so, like, the only thing I could think of was vibey. <laughs> um, so they apparently like threw like ravishing parties and like everyone stayed there. Um, a lot of famous people stayed there and also worked there. Um, one person who worked there was Junius Brutus Booth. Um, I know was, him. Yeah, he was an apparent <laughs> actor at the time. Um, and he was also the father of John Wilkes Booth. And we all know. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so his son ended up assassinating Abraham Lincoln. Um, apparently. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Um, so apparently in 1830, oh, so this hotel like kept the theater part. So they still did performances, but it was also a hotel. Oh, okay. Um, oops, I just turned Stuart's TV fucking computer on us here the crap everything just looks so bright in the room and i just accidentally turned his computer on i was like holy shit um so yeah so Jun- junius booth was like um he did like performances there he wanted he wanted to be an actor um so that's why he worked there um and then his son killed a president in 1838 after a performance um uh after like the performance that junius was in um he was like randomly got like really pissed off and to this day no one knows why um and he ended up attacking the hotel manager and literally almost killing him like oh. just out of pure anger it's a bit much yeah so no one knows what the fuck happened but he, again he almost killed the guy so i guess anger issues run in the family <laughs> <laughs> um so the civil war pretty much ruined the economies in the south including the planters hotel so it didn't last very long the hotel was a a the like the building itself was un- once again closed and abandoned for quite some time um, and was even set to be demolished because it was like partially destroyed due to an earthquake that happened. Um, so it didn't take it down, but it wasn't the best quality. Yeah. Um, but the owner decided to try to sell it first and the city of Charleston ended up buying it and turned it into a place called Works Progress Administration. Um, don't quote me on like what the fuck they did there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very boring. It sounds like uh, one of those like career help things. I think but I don't that's know if that existed back then, did I th- it? Yeah, I think it was a place to like find employment for like the unemployed because it was like it became this that work progress administration place during the depression. So that's kind of my guess. Oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. We're yeah. going with it. <laughs> yeah, we're going with it. Um, however, the city also turned the theater part of the building into a performing arts center, so it was kind of like both. Um, in 1937, it was reopened again into an actual theater, and in 2010, it got a major $19 million makeover. Oh, wow. Yeah. These renos included heating, AC, new seating, new washrooms. Um, it was made completely, like, handicap accessible, um, and an upgrade in lighting and sound for the theater. So it's still owned by the town today, but it um, it's back to operating as a theater, so I don't believe it's, like, a hotel. You can't go stay there or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, it's also like really pretty too. So it has like those, um, like the second floor has like the upper outside balcony. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so like, you can, like it, look down. Yeah, it gives me like New Orleans vibes. I love it. I really like it. Um, but I do love like the architecture in the Southern United States. Yeah, it's, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. Yeah, we don't have that up here. We have like boring brick houses. <laughs> yeah, I don't like even like in the like little town that I live in. It's all just like bricky. Yeah, and then <laughs> and, the CN Tower. And then. Ooh. <laughs> my pal- fun fact my pop helped build the scene tower yeah. oh yeah i always forget that yeah um so this place is also haunted as fuck duh um so <laughs> a lady named nettie dickerson which is like the best fucking name i've ever heard <laughs> is supposed to haunt the halls of this theater at 25 nettie traveled to charleston at the wow i'm a moron <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to read it as I wrote it. At 25, Nettie traveled to Charleston at the young age of 25. <laughs> did you do something like that last week? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't learn my lesson, obviously. And so in so case she, you didn't know, she's 25. Yeah, just in case. Um, and she's young and 25. Um, <laughs> so she wanted to start her life and like look for love. Um, when she arrived in Charleston, she ended up getting a job at a local church as a clerk. Um, and was in, it was like in the eyesight of the theater, which was like the Planters Hotel at that time. Um, apparently the hotel had like uh, sex workers for hire so she constantly saw this happening and figured she could make much better money there instead of the church amen girl <laughs> um, 
I mean, back then, because it's a church. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, back then, like, it's not what it's like today, I guess. Like, I'd be terrified to be a sex worker at all just because society's fucked. Yeah. But, like, even back then, like, it's a little bit more terrifying, too. They're even less protected. Exactly. Which, like, even calling them protected now is, is a reach. They're not at all. Yeah. But at least, like, people are more... Nicer? Yeah. Mark? Yeah. Less, less savage? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah. I mean, like, we have OnlyFans now, so... Yeah, there you it's go. Better. It's yeah. So so it's it's easier to to operate as an independent sex worker now. Yeah. You don't have to like rely on a pimp who's probably gonna fuck exactly. you over. Yeah. There we go. That's yeah. what we're looking for. That's, that's, <laughs> Holly picked my brain and made it sound smart. No, though, we picked each other's brains. They're like monkeys when they take bugs <laughs> off of each other. <laughs> that's our new Halloween costume, guys. <laughs> Next year, yeah, yeah done. Um, so apparently women in town would shit talk her because their husbands would always go to the hotel specifically for Nettie. Um, not shit took their husbands for going there, but just her because apparently literally she's always the, problem, the case. Right. Um, I'm sorry that your husband is well, like a woman. Like- yeah. <laughs> like get over it. Divorce him. Move on, sweetheart. <laughs> um, so Nettie would still go to the church and um, this is where all the gossip about her started and where she kept hearing it. So she stopped going. Um, Nettie became extremely depressed and one night she was sitting on the balcony of the hotel and just having like a rough night and the priest of the church went to go visit her because he actually like really cared about her and like Uh wanted her to do better yeah um so he was like on the ground he wasn't like actually in the building at the time but he was like on the ground being like come outside and we'll have a chat um so he was trying to convince her to come down um and work for the come back and work for the church um and then a storm hit and lightning ended up hitting the balcony and electrocuted her what the fuck? Yeah, and ended up killing her. Yeah. What are the fucking odds? Right? Like, that's insane. Um, so Nettie's spirit is the most common spirit seen at the theater. She's seen in a red dress because apparently that's what she passed away in. Um, and she just, like, glides along the halls. That like, is, just... like, not at all how I expected her to go. I thought no. she was going to be killed by, like, a John or something. No. But th- no. Nope. That was a twist. Mother Nature was just, like... I'm fuck you in fuck particular yeah yeah um so some people have seen her but also say that she's very like unpleasant and like resembles a zombie so people are seeing her uh. differently like some people see her as like this beautiful girl in a red dress and some people like she's a fucking zombie um i feel like maybe it's like just one of her days maybe she's having a bad day you know yeah like, i look like a zombie right i now. also look yeah i was just <laughs> <gonna say. laughs> so workers at the theater say she's there almost every single night every day she's always seen she doesn't bother anybody she just kind of like walks around looking Um, sad probably yeah so the place is also said to be haunted by junius booth um so no one knows why his spirit is lingering but people believe it's him so it's just like another like he didn't die there he like died in kentucky or something yeah um but came back maybe something's holding him there or it's just a place he loved to be i mean he did perform there so who knows um uh, maybe he came back to try and fight the hotel manager. <laughs> Who knows? It's the equivalent of uh, when a fight's over. And you, and by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, just so you know. It's like, it's like you're in that, like, situation. And then you get out of the situation. You're like, and then you think of all the things you should have said. Yeah. That's him coming back. He's like, I should have fucking said this. Yeah. Um, so many workers and actors have seen a figure of a man walking around on stage um, and some actors say they have had like a spirit just like heavy breathe on their neck when they're on stage which is like disgusting Um, visitors also reported seeing a man walking the hallways and also on this stage so it's not just the actors Um, now the spirit could be a spirit of any actor that has been there but people just believe it's Booth Um, I feel like it's just like 
they want to pick an uh quote unquote well-known name exactly to attach to it's almost like uh it, it makes it not spookier but more like i don't know the word interesting I'm looking for. important yeah interesting yeah. there you go yeah it's like attracts more people to go there monkey brain again yeah. <laughs> i'm never gonna like think of anything else other than monkey brain <laughs> oh god um so the cedar is still open today and still doing performances and you can go see nettie and the angry booth the angry booth. The, angry booth. <laughs> the, the end. The end. <laughs> I love it. I do like a haunted theater. I do find them interesting. I don't know if it's because theaters in general are like, they, they kind of give off a spooky vibe in general. They're so big. They're usually old. And they're also really, really always pretty. Like yes. Here. Um, the opera house. Yeah, we have like the opera house. Like this has nothing to do with theater, but like in the town I live in, we have a lot of like churches and there's one i was with my friend and we went just to go get a coffee in town and we're just like walking around it's the first time i've actually walked in this area and we were walking by this church and it's like not open but it's like the prettiest fucking thing i've ever seen but it's like from like the 1700s like same kind of deal and i'm like it's so pretty i went to the church where celine dion got married in montreal um (laughs) this was not on my own will it was my grade eight grad trip and it was part of the tour and it was this is where the Selena single married. gayest moment of my life. I was so happy. <laughs> um, they took us by her house in a canoe, too. It was fucking great. It's like they made the trip for me. Um, that is so funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's all um, big, huge stained glass windows. Like, I can't even tell you how huge they were. Mm-hmm. And then, like, solid gold sculptures. Oh, like, solid. Like, you knock yeah. on it and it just, like, thump. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> me describing a sculpture. <laughs> but it's like the architecture is so fucking pretty but like i hate going into churches yeah (laughs) the last time i was in a church we were at a funeral my mom turned around she's like are your feet burning yet and i was like (laughs) jesus christ mother pun intended yeah (laughs) the jesus christ (laughs) but like they it, it like architecture today i'm sorry it just it's not the same it does yeah it's just not I don't like modern uh, architecture at all. There's a bunch of homes being thrown up in my area. Uh, Where I live is like, they're almost like cute small cottagey homes at the lake. Mm -hmm. And then people are putting in these like giant monstrosities in with these cute little cottagey homes. That's like, but they all look like, yeah, they all look like libraries or like school buildings or something. They're just, they're too. They're too modern. Or the houses. Like have you seen the houses with like the red shingles and it makes you look like you're no. like, like your house should be like on a beach. Like it just looks like a beach oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Stuart was like, that looks so cool. We should do it on ours. I'm like, are you fucking kidding no. me? Like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. No, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. No. Um, <laughs> more about the old- housing market next week. Yeah. <laughs> just give us old school vibes but yeah this place is like the theater's like gorgeous it has like the upper balcony i would go to it just to like be able to experience being in the building because it's just i love all spookiness aside just yeah. the yeah i feel that i just, I just love it one day we'll stop being lazy and we'll make a Patreon so everybody can fund our, our world trip of spooky things. <laughs> no one actually gives us money and we can make it, like, down the street. We'll get, like, one singular dollar. <laughs> it's fine. There's a Timbit each, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's a Timbit. I have Timbits in my house right now, actually. Ooh, jealous. Are they Tim Biebs? No, my dad's not that lame. Oh. Wow. My dad was like, I just have the regular fucking Timbits. Do they still come in the Timbi box? No. Okay. I was just curious because I was wondering why people are selling the Timbeat box. 
No, I just have like a regular Timbit box. Okay, like so you have to get the Tim Beeps to get the Tim Beep box. Okay. I would assume. I don't know. For the record, the Tim Beeps are not that great. <laughs> I didn't try them. So. Oh, I definitely did. <laughs> um, so from Tim Beeps, we're going straight into. Well, actually, it's not really confirmed that it's a murder. Um, <gasps> dun, dun, it's dun. Uh, like I'm pretty sure it's a murder. Um, and I felt like getting into the holiday spirit this week. Uh, so. Wait, Holly's being the festive one? I just love a theme, okay? Themes make everything better. You um, you, you convince yourself. You keep saying that. <laughs> whatever, makes, whatever makes your heart beat faster, sweetheart. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, so I'm covering a mysterious unsolved case that has a light dusting of Christmas snow, if you will. Um, by that, I mean it happened on December 7th and the victims were trying to celebrate Christmas. It's like literally such a reach, but it felt Christmassy enough that I'm going to do it. Um, you can celebrate Christmas. It's not one day. You can celebrate it whenever the fuck you want. Well, so let me get started and then you'll see why it's Christmassy. So okay. on December 7th, 1958, Ken Martin and his wife, Barbara, wanted to take their daughters out to gather greenery so they could all make Christmas wreaths together, I which is that. like super fucking cute. Um, so I guess they'd been at a Christmas party the night before and Barbara woke up and was like, we need decorations now. Our house is not nearly as decorated as that house. I feel um, that. I, and I, I got that. major Danielle voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so fun, they, sorry to interrupt. Fun fact okay. that no one fucking cares about. My parents went hard core on their christmas decorations this year oh it looks so cute and the people across the street are trying to compete and so now no way. every time my dad brings something home new they go out and buy something it's hilarious so it's like real griswold shit up here holy crap what we have to buy your dad something that's like they can't top i know i will get santa himself from the north yeah. pole <laughs> let's just get like that like 12 foot fucking skeleton that's what i was thinking honestly <laughs> and put a santa hat on yeah. him done <laughs> i want one so bad i almost got one this year but i was like there's so many better things i could spend four hundred dollars on like but is there honestly no i know so <laughs> you should have got it i should have you could have made that um, like four, there's money is always going to be there it's true it always comes won't. back oh my god you're so right i know you're so right so next year i'm gonna i'm gonna line up at the home depot <laughs> just get it on boxing day maybe it'll be cheaper oh that's a good idea um god another tangent i'm sorry uh so they're going to get christmas things uh so they gathered their kids 14 year old barbara which i love that the mother named the daughter after herself just like straight up barbara jr i'm um, gonna do that if i ever have a girl <laughs> yeah, I love it. i'll call her dd oh, <laughs> someone's got to be the dd around here right um 13-year-old Virginia and 11-year-old Susan. Uh, so they headed out on their merry little adventure. They were seen leaving their home in Portland in their Ford station wagon, uh, like, in the late morning. I'm guessing around 10, 11-ish. Uh, so the next morning, Ken didn't make it to work. His boss, Taylor Eccles, thought it was odd that he would no-show like that. He was never done it before. Mm-hmm. So he made some calls and realized that all three of the Martin girls were absent that day at school, too. So the whole family's um, missing? Yes. Okay. Taylor tried all day to get a hold of Ken, but had no luck. Later that night, he called the local police and reported the entire family as missing. Uh, When the police arrived at the Martins' home, they found a load of laundry still in the wash, and they found dishes that had not been put away yet, which is, like, apparently weird in the 50s. I feel like this is just how I live now. (laughs) Laundry in the the washer and dishes not done? Like, that's just every day. Me and Stuart are constantly, like... Um, are the dishes in the dishwasher clean? We'll be like, yeah, and then they'll sit there until it's empty because we're taking stuff out to use it. Yeah, literally. Like, um, but apparently that was weird in the 50s to live like that. So they noted it that it looked like the Martins had full intentions to return home the night before and never made it. Okay. Um, 
Investigators also noted a strange discovery that occurred the same day that the Martin family disappeared. A white Chevrolet that was registered in L.A. was found just 40 miles from the family's home, abandoned in an alley. Uh, While the car did not belong to the family, investigators found something beside the car that set off some alarms. A handgun was found in some bushes near where the car was abandoned, and the gun had a substantial amount of blood on it. Uh, According to the witness who found the weapon, quote, it was completely coated with dried blood from whatever they had clubbed. They had clubbed something to death, apparently, end quote. So it looked like someone, like, pistol whipped someone, for lack of a better term. Maybe the Um, person didn't know how to use the gun. (laughs) This is not for shooting. This is for hitting. Yeah. Um, So the next day, two known criminals were arrested for the theft of the white car. Uh, One of their names was Roy Light, and the other was a, quote, unnamed accomplice. I couldn't find the name in any article. (laughs) Um, Maybe they they were, like, underage or something. Oh, true. Oh, true. I was really far away when I said that. (laughs) Oh, true. Uh, uh, As if this wasn't sketchy enough, uh, investigators managed to trace the gun to an owner. Kind of. It was like, it was, the gun was stolen, so it's like not okay. really an owner. So it's whoever stole the gun. Um, so the gun had been stolen from a department store by a former employee who also took $2,000 worth of other merchandise before being fired. That employee was Donald Martin, the oldest child of Ken and Barbara Martin. Dun, dun, dun. What the f- tits? Um, so Donald was the only son in the family, and he had a rough time getting along with his sisters. He acted out a so lot. And- his name is Donald probably (laughs) um he acted out a lot and he stole a fucking gun from his work so obviously there were some behavioral issues there yeah um and he was kind of the black sheep of the family same uh at the time of their disappearance donald was stationed in new york with the u.s navy allegedly um Unable to firmly tie anyone directly to the case, investigators began interviewing people in the area. Several witnesses reported seeing the Martin family that day, including the owner of a gas station in Cascade Locks, uh, which is an area where the white car was discovered. Uh, They said the family bought gas and headed east when they left. So they followed their trail to a place called Hood River. Um, Investigators stopped at a small roadside restaurant where a waitress said she remembered serving them lunch. Another waiter at the same restaurant said he also saw Roy Light and the unnamed accomplice that same day and that they had left shortly after the Martin family did interesting so from there witnesses led investigators to the banks of the columbia river where the family was spotted spotted sorry gathering their like wreath things the green whatever greenery they were looking for um on december 28th investigators found a woman's glove while conducting a search in cascade locks uh unfortunately it was 1958 so there was no dna or anything found on the glove all police had to go on was barbara's family saying that it looked like something she might have worn Hmm. Um, this was the the first of many clues that would solely reveal the fate of the Martin family. Um, in February 1959, a search party was set out in the area, and a volunteer discovered tire tracks leading off of a cliff near the Dowels, which uh, is like a you know, like the the Scarborough Bluffs. Yeah, it's something like that. It's like a bluff that looks over the Columbia River, so where they were spotted christmas picking um (laughs) i don't know what to call it um the tire tracks matched the tires of the family's ford um there was also trace amounts of paint chips found uh like around the rocks of the cliff and the fbi determined that those paint chips also matched the martin's car uh so they kind of had like a a somewhat of a lead to go on they're like well their car was here 
Um, so investigators first theory was that the family might have accidentally backed the car off of the cliff while trying to park, which could happen if you park like me. Um, oh my God. (laughs) Sorry to be so sidetracked. No, it's okay. Did you hear about the the lady in the Niagara river? Yes. Holy shit. She apparently she intentionally drove into it. Oh, I didn't know that. I just know. I just saw like, so for reference, I think, I think she's from New York. I think it It was was the U S side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a car like went off one of the the bridges and like went down the Niagara and got stuck on a rock right before it went over. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Just, and she didn't, she did not survive the ordeal. No. Um, And people are posting all of the pictures and videos of of the rescuer, like getting her out and like the photos of her, like take the fucking shit down. She is passed away. Like it's just, so (laughs) again, off topic, but, um, there was a a train accident in uh near where i live and i saw it like right after it had happened and i took a video because the train had derailed and i'd never seen that before and i was like mm-hmm. oh shit the train derailed and then it turned out that someone had passed away and i was like oh yeah but fuck. you took it down so i deleted it off yeah. of everything i don't even yeah. have it anywhere anymore but i just like i felt like such a dick and the fact yeah. that people will like go out of their way to post pictures like i don't know i haven't seen any canadian news cover it with it but i've seen like new york post posted it Mm. um and then twitter i mean Mm. great but yeah yeah, we're we're talking about cars off cliffs and that's the first thing i thought of yeah i saw uh actually just before we facetimed i saw an article saying that they determined it was an intentional thing yeah it's awful um I lost my spot. Oh, yeah. So police searched the river with radar technology, but found nothing. Uh, from here, the case goes slightly cold. On May 1st, 1959, a drilling rig was drilling near the Dalles and accidentally hooked, quote, something of substantial weight to its anchor. Uh, they tried to pull the object up, but it fell off the anchor and sank back to the bottom and they were unable to hook it again. Uh, the <laughs> next day, a fisherman and his wife spotted two bundles of clothing floating down the river near the Cascade Locks. Uh, the day after that, so May 3rd now, a body was discovered 70 miles west of the Dalles. Uh, dental records had to be used to ID the body due to the state of decomposition, and they confirmed that it was the body of 11-year-old Susan Martin. Mm-hmm. The following day, the second body was discovered near a dam and positively ID'd as Virginia Martin, the second youngest daughter. Um, so investigators believed that the drilling rig hooked onto the family's car and managed to open one of the doors, which allowed the bodies to float to the surface. I was just going to um, say, if it was like in the car, then how are the bodies out? But I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So they think that they literally hooked the door and like yeah. pulled the door open and then they were able to, which like, what a strange twist of fate. Also like, like if seatbelts, but back then a lot of people <laughs> didn't the wear 50s. Seatbelts. They don't have yeah. seatbelts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, they used to have seats that like swiveled in your car back then. Do you, uh, my mom's old van used to do that, but we used to have seatbelts. Fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking crazy. Um, so yeah, uh, they swept the area once again, but nothing else was found. Uh, the autopsy of the two young girls confirmed that they died of drowning. However, graphic warning here, uh, photographs from the autopsy and the report itself showcased a hole in Virginia's head. They were unable to determine what would cause the hole, but like, I bet a bullet would do that. And I think you, that's a pretty good guess. Yeah. yeah. So the only other thing I could think of is like, uh, if it was truly an accident and she had like hit her head off of either the car or like a rock on the way down or something like mm-hmm. it could break the skull but or like something in the car that was like flying around sort of yeah thing. but 
I am leaning heavily towards bullet. Yeah. Um, investigators were now left wondering if this was just a horrible accident or if something more sinister happened on that day. Um, their first obvious question was, what did Donald have to do with this? Uh, Donald Duck? What do you got to do with this? Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) um he was he was technically in new york at the time but what are the odds of a gun that he stole showing up in a potential crime scene involving his family that's a lot of i'm gonna say slim yeah Yeah. um my first theory was that like he wasn't in new york and he like came home and like killed them and went back but i'm gonna keep going um adding to the sketchiness he didn't come home at all after his family disappeared he didn't even come to the memorial service for his two young sisters. He's just like, I don't care. He did not even claim their remains. They sat in a mausoleum until 1969 when an unnamed family member claimed them. Ten years they sat in a mausoleum. Um, what? He... No, okay. That's sketchy. Yeah. He only returned to Portland once in March of 1959 to settle the family's estate since he was now the sole beneficiary. Oh, of course, because there's money involved. So, of course, he has to go back. Yeah. I feel like I could just end it here, but I'm not gonna. Um, <laughs> he no longer has to steal two thousand dollars worth of equipment. He just has whatever yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, I don't like <laughs> Donald very much. Yeah. Um. So as I mentioned earlier, Donald's relationship with his family was really tense. Uh, Ken and Barbara had actually sent him away to a Christian college to discipline him before he dropped out to join the Navy. I'm gonna go therapy, um, guys. Stop. <laughs> just go to therapy. <laughs> um. Oh God, I lost my spot. Uh, so they were like really religious folk and they were rightfully pissed when they found out that he had stolen the gun and other things from the department store. Um, but on top of that, there was a rumor that, uh, something else drove a wedge between the family. So both the department store manager and Donald's roommate both made statements to police saying that Donald confessed that the reason his parents were punishing him was because they discovered he was in a relationship with another man. Um, so his Bible thumping parents were probably not too pleased about this um such a bummer uh, it's like one of those sayings where like i feel bad for him but also like if he killed his whole family like i i don't feel bad for him yeah but what if he didn't then if he didn't then i just genuinely feel bad for him yeah maybe um, that's but that's maybe why he didn't claim the bodies oh maybe because he's like fuck these guys yeah they fucking pushed me away yeah okay like we're being weirdly positive but i'll, yeah. I'll allow it sorry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So investigators theory here was that Donald finally hit a breaking point and hired the two ex-cons in the white Chevy to carry out a hit on the rest of the family and for some reason provided them the stolen gun to do so. Mm. Um, And unfortunately, that's all they really have to go on. This case has gone cold and remains unsolved to this day. Um, Donald inherited the estate, moved to Hawaii, got married, had children and allegedly never spoke about his parents and sisters uh, for as long as he lived. Yeah. And he passed away in 2004. I'm confused. So that's it. Um, he like got married to to a woman and and had children and all that. So whether or not uh that's he was he true. was gay or bi or what or like yeah it could have just been a rumor at that. Yeah. Um, we will never really know. Donald, um, and we'll never oh, really wait, know what dead. happened to the Martin family. Never mind. Yeah, I was like Donald, let us know, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You no. can't get the Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, and as far as I know, they haven't they haven't pulled up the other bodies for whatever reason. Um, I should I should double check that. Yeah. Um, 
Maybe they just haven't failed. Kind of off topic, kind of not really. I was reading an article. Uh, these two teens had gone missing in either the 50s or the 70s. I can't remember when. And their families have been looking them for for them for forever. And this one random scuba diver guy like saw their story. And he's like, I live near there. I'm going to check the river for whatever fucking reason. So he got in his scuba de- gear. He went down there and he found their fucking car and the bodies were in it. Really? The the theory is that they had turned a bend and went, were going too fast around the bend and ended up in the water. So it's been... Actually, I think they said something like... I don't remember how many fucking years it was. It was sometime in the past that they went missing. But, like, um, it's, like, grandkids at this... Well, not grandkids, but, like, late family members who are claiming the bodies now. And, like, okay. uh, high school friends are posting about it and stuff. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, that fucking blew my mind. I should I should get the names. But, yeah, he made, like, a YouTube video and everything. And there's footage of him, like he looks at the license plate on the car in the water and then mm. he like looks at their license plate and he's just like oh my god like i found it yeah that's fucked i mean so yeah that's like, amazing, kind of like topic, good for him but... but like get some closure like for those that fa- those family and like their friends yeah. and stuff that's amazing but also like <laughs> i have like a fear of like swimming and having stuff underneath me I couldn't yeah. imagine going diving and knowing there's a body there. Intentionally looking for a body, yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, like as... It like makes my stomach, like, drop. Yeah, as morbid as I am, I would, like, be genuinely traumatized if I ever discovered a body. Yeah. Like, it's just... Ugh. Like, I talk a lot of shit and be like, I'll be fine, but no, I would not be fine. Yeah. No. Well, on that positive note. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that story is crazy, though, because, like, like, it makes me think, like, if he was actually um gay or like bisexual and his family hated him for it it would make sense why he wouldn't claim the bodies yeah although they're his like younger sisters it's not fair unless they're just like dicks but, yeah like i could understand that and then him coming back for the money be like fuck you guys i don't care but like, yeah but then if he actually did it then i could understand why he wouldn't claim the body could you be like i killed you. i don't want that That's yeah awkward. yeah um and it's there's still even the chance that it like they weren't murdered at all and it was just there is still accident. the weird chance that it was a freak accident yeah um they were never able to test any of the dna found on the gun mm-hmm. uh because it's 1950 i don't know if they could do it now i don't know if it's gone i don't know if there's a follow-up i should look into that though i'll see if there's a follow-up yeah. and maybe we'll do a part two maybe but as far as i know it ends here <laughs> <laughs> all we know is that they are no longer here and that's it yeah and that's- that was me attempting to be Christmassy. literally they were just making wreaths and i was like <sighs> that's close enough <laughs> Man, that's really sad yeah, it's really sad. Especially like it's supposed to be like this cute little family outing, and then yeah, and then they yeah. just drown. What a bummer. Yeah. So yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. I've been like trying to find like spooky shit that's like Christmassy, but I did it all last year. So. Yeah, there's only so many. Yeah, like I don't know what else to do, guys. I had an idea for you, but mm-hmm. it I don't. We'll talk about it after. Okay. It sounds like, I mean, like, my mind is, like, mush, so, with monkey brain. (laughs) Monkey brains! (laughs) Um, But if you want to come talk about more monkey brains with us, we have Instagram, it's a spooky hour podcast. You can find us on Twitter at spooky hour, and our email is thespookyhourpodcast666 at gmail.com. Dot com. (laughs) That's That's it. We're going to bed. (laughs) Yeah, it's six o'clock, and it's my bedtime. Hell yeah. Stay spooky, friends. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.